0: Hello and welcome to Spoken Like a Native podcast. My name is Diane. I'm an English teacher from Scotland and a devoted language learner. And this podcast is for those learning English to improve their listening and vocabulary with episodes on engaging topics like culture, current events, history, and how languages work. If you want to improve your speaking and listening, head over to speakmeters.com where you can take part in small group conversations hosted by native speakers. This is an amazing way to boost your fluency, expand your vocabulary, and increase your confidence by practicing with qualified, certified, and selected native speakers who really enjoy helping people. There are sessions at a range of levels for English, French, Spanish, and German, so book your first session today, speakmeters.com. And don't forget, you can take part in this podcast by telling me your ideas for topics, Information about how to get in touch with us is in the description. Enough beating around the bush, let's get this episode underway. Hey, welcome to episode 13. This is the second part of my conversation with Erin, who's my cousin from Northern Ireland. If you haven't heard the first part, I would say go back and listen to it. We're just having a chat about pets and animals um, Erin works in a veterinary surgery and she also has two dogs and three cats and I also have a dog and four cats and a lot of chickens and a turkey so we talk in general about animals, animal care and we talk about what animals we would like to have maybe in an ideal situation. As I always say, if you have any ideas for future topics, any requests, Mm. please don't hesitate to get in touch. There'll be an email address in the episode notes. And if you are improving your English and you would like to be interviewed for the podcast, then don't hesitate to get in touch because I would be more than happy to do that, to have a conversation with you, interview you, and give you some on the spot corrections. For context, maybe you know, maybe you don't, I am an English teacher and I have quite a lot of experience and I'm also a host at SpeakMeters, which is a platform where you can practice your speaking of English, French, German and Spanish. There are lots of different types of sessions, ones which are just a general chat, ones which are more like a language workshop with grammar, sometimes there's games. So each host has their own style. If you'd like to practice your language skills or you would like to become a host or both, then don't hesitate to follow the links in the description. Mm. What would be your dream if you could have any pet in the world, what would be your dream pet?
1: Any pet in the world. Um, I actually would love if I had a big enough garden to kinda like have a pond with a kinda like koi carp and everything. And um, mm-hmm. that is what I would like the most, obviously always having my dog I like boxers boxer uh, boxers are my favorite breed um mm-hmm. so yeah as long as i have one of those and i would love yeah a pond with some cool koi carp that's what i would love okay mm-hmm.
0: why do you like the koi carp so much just
1: really like fish i just think they're really interesting and they're really i suppose again they don't do very much but they're beautiful <laughs> i just think they're beautiful
0: and they're nice to watch yeah definitely.
1: can be quite a calming effect and things i suppose if you have it um, tank or something in the house, like a nice big tank, and then you kind of get all like the multicolored ones and things like that. I think I just mm. really like them. Really nice. Like
0: I like those um, axolotls mm-hmm. with the little frills on their heads. Beautiful. They're so, so cute. <laughs> but <laughs> I've never had fish.
1: I've always had just the average, you know, like all the fish. I had tropical fish for for a wee while, and um, and I did. I absolutely loved them. But again, I I would like. A pond, rather, because they still felt bad when they were in the tank. You mm. <laughs> know, unless you can have a massive one.
0: Well, probably. Uh, are tropical fish? Are they kind of difficult to get the temperature and the balance of in in the water right, or is it?
1: Yeah, tropical it gonna... fish are a little bit harder to to look after. Again, yeah, just exactly as you said, just because of the temperature and stuff. Um, you just have to make sure you're getting that right and have lots of plants and stuff in in the tank for them. Mm-hmm. so yeah they are a little yeah. bit more difficult than just the wee average goldfish. Mm,
0: yeah I think they look cute but uh I never particularly wanted to to have them but I do think I do think I, the fish in a pond are really nice to, mm-hmm. to look at I was like if ever I see them I was taking those pictures of
1: them <laughs> yeah i gonna Looks... having a wee nosy to see I do yeah. I really like it I think that would be Cause they're really big yeah mm-hmm and, uh, yeah that that is that's what i think i would like um as long as i say my wee boxers by my side i would be happy
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what's the best thing about a boxer
1: i just love their dopey personality i absolutely love mm-hmm. it um i suppose they are quite silly dogs um ours definitely is and but they're, they're very loyal you know he's, a, he's very very loving um he, as soon as you sit down on the couch he's Right up beside you, and I mean, nearly on your lap. Um, mm-hmm. there's kind of no space between. He just doesn't understand that. He just loves being with you. Um. Yeah. And their cute little face. I just, I just absolutely love them. I love the way they look, and I just love their silly, their dopeyness really.
0: Yeah, my husband, when he was younger, they had a boxer. That's the only dog he's ever had before mm-hmm. or a dog. Um, but I'd, I never met him. But, yeah. But I have never had a boxer. Are they quite uh, obedient or are they naughty?
1: Well, no. I would say they're probably more on the naughty side, <laughs> just because they are quite silly. They don't tend to always do what they're told. So. Yeah. um And they are a bit crazy as well. They are our headers. Absolutely. They're a bit mad. But I kind of I don't know. I love all that bit about them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like uh our dog's um half Dalmatian and da- Dalmatians are like really they're really intelligent but they they take a long time to for you to train them to do something mm-hmm. because the first three hundred times it's like why do I have to do it <laughs> or why do I not have to do this thing <laughs> and even even now it's like sometimes he just decides no we're going out but I want to like play a little game before we go out yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want to have the the lead put on so he'll just start jumping around
1: and going a bit crazy before he finally gives in to do so <laughs>
0: yeah oh. um so he definitely got i like that kind of independent intelligence about them they're, they're, they're really silly yeah. they're, he's also like really really friendly as well he's very affectionate and if you let him he'll sleep in the bed with you and, oh. um you know he'll be on the couch next to you on top of you licking your face and stuff so
1: yeah i love that yeah Um. nice and nice yeah i think i think um affectionate dogs and affectionate breeds they they are the best because you get the most you know you get very attached to your animals absolutely especially Mm -hmm. if your dog is so affectionate towards you you do you get extremely attached absolutely
0: yeah and he's great as well because he likes um, he likes exercising. He needs a lot of exercising. Mm-hmm. I I like walking. I like running, and I run with him as well sometimes. Amazing, and so it's great for both of us because it's uh, you know makes my running a bit more interesting. Yeah, and uh, he he gets to release a lot of energy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's that's brilliant, and you know at least he is quite you know um, a dog that does need you know exercise so much and um, it's nice mm-hmm. that you can take him with you and as you say it makes your your run a bit um more fun i suppose because you've got the company of him as well
0: yeah you, you kind of it keeps you in the moment is it's like if you're running with a friend or something you're not just you know sometimes you can just go off into your own um yeah. thoughts and sort of uh lose track of what's going on and get in your own mind a bit too much mm-hmm. but when you've got the dog you make sure he's around and he's not doing anything <laughs> yeah. and, um
1: and would he run would you keep him on the lead as you're doing that or would he run beside you just right by your heels
0: so I keep him on the lead until we get somewhere a bit more in the country
1: yeah
0: and then once it's once I feel like it's uh you know there's not there's not any traffic or there's not any really hardly any any people around he he I'll let him off and he's good now he he used to be less reliable in terms of running away and not coming back for ages um but he's better when you're running than when you're just going for a walk because of the pace so you're obviously you're you're jogging along as well so he's kind of more motivated to sort of stay near you because you're going at quite a good pace whereas if you're walking slowly he might run off Mm Oh well she won't she won't notice if i'm (laughs) you know if i go over three fields and try and find a a a female or something (laughs) um but yeah so so it's quite it's quite um good to have him to be running with him and he's he's better um so he's he kind of go he'll go ahead then he'll go behind he does sort of like um he slows down and then he does a really long sprint and then he slows down a bit and (laughs) and I'm sort of going along the same speed the whole time no yeah but yeah once once we're on the road or we're in a village or something I'll put him back on the lead yeah just in case he would go for a way dander off on his own yeah yeah he has done that a few times yeah not touch wood it's not happened recently but uh yes it can happen (laughs) because he's not um he's not being castrated and he's yeah Yeah. he's coming into that that age where he's interested
1: going to look for a girlfriend yeah yeah (laughs) are you your
0: dogs um both males
1: so no the staffy um is a girl um and then the boxer is a boy um but I do have them both neutered um mm-hmm. now so but they do they actually get on very well they're, they're very very attached to each other um obviously the boxer he is now about nine um and the wee staff is, she's only one so oh, okay. Uh, she she kind of keeps the boxer young you know she drives him mad they play all mm-hmm. day long so really from we we got her he's had a new lease life for sure yeah how long do boxers usually live so they kind of usually you know if we kind of got them to 10 or 11 so we would be quite lucky because they do have mm-hmm. um they can have quite a lot of problems with their hearts. Um mm. but to touch wood, um he is in good health. So but yeah, a lot a lot of the time boxers can have a, a lot of problems with their heart, mm. just with the breed. Unfortunately.
0: Yeah. It's the downside of making all these different breeds is yeah. the problems that they they get.
1: Yeah, a lot a lot of fill breeds do carry all different sort of problems, um a lot of them anyway. Um, which is a shame I think a lot of the time you are better going for kind of like a crossbreed because obviously then it kind of yeah let, you know, lessens the chance and kind of breeds it really yeah. out again um,
0: Have you noticed, so if you've been working uh, in, uh, with, in the vet surgery for 10 years mm-hmm. have you noticed any trends, what's changing in the time ty- types of pets and the types of problems and things?
1: So I suppose people, it changes quite a lot You know, um, when I very when I first started, pugs were were a big breed. A lot of people Mm. had pugs, um. Mm -hmm. Then it sort of moved to Frenchies, French bulldogs. Mm -hmm. They are still quite a a popular breed for sure. Um, so they all have their own problems. You know, they they're what you call kind of like a brachycephalic breed, which is. Where their little noses are really short mm. and base, so obviously that then brings breathing issues and things like mm-hmm. that. But it's kind of once the trend gets going, you know, everybody wants one. Um. Yeah. It, it it does. It definitely does happen. Um. And at the moment, XL bullies are are a big big breed. We see a lot um, of them, which kind of
0: XL bullies. XL, XL,
1: XL bullies. Yeah. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like. They they're not really like okay. bulldogs, but they but they are. But they're just really big. They're yeah they're uh-huh. they're they're a nice dog. You know we see them quite a lot, and they are lovely. But they're humongous and very strong.
0: So they're like a, kind of a bit. Oh yeah, they look quite It's very muscular. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at some photos. Yeah, I think I've seen them before. Yeah, it's they're... funny that this the trend for these kind of dogs are all sort of quite short. Face. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. ones like the pug and the french bulldog and this the bully as well yeah. like it's different from like i don't know the opposite extreme would be like a, a greyhound
1: mm-hmm. or something with a long
0: yeah.
1: lurcher we see yeah. a lot of labs too i suppose you know a lot of mm. people love their labs and a lot of people yeah. like, love their springers the springer spaniel their... yeah their... yeah
0: the... i think i think labradors are always always popular yeah so, like, classic and they're quite reliable and that they're, they're sort of not too disobedient mm. and they're quite friendly
1: and stuff they are they are they'll 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 probably yeah as i said they'll, they'll always be popular um and i suppose but quite a lot of people like springers for the working side of it too um mm. and they're good working dogs as well so yeah but the trends kind of change people people just jump from you know one to the other and then I suppose then people kind of get into like breeding those while they're popular. Mm. So, you know, you'll see a lot of well, movies a lot of the times because they are such sort of a squishy kind of large head dog. We do then a lot of mm. um mm. on them. So it leads to that. But yeah, it's just the way the way it is.
0: Yeah. Around here where I live, it's, uh, it's a small town in the countryside.
1: In Spain, as I said,
0: there's a lot of, there's breeds that you don't really see in the, the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, like the Spanish Mastiff. I, um, I don't know if you've seen that. They're like massive, really, 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 really huge. Yeah. But they're very friendly. They're very loyal. They're like a guard dog. Okay. It's like a kind of sheep dog type thing. Um, they're very nice. They look a little bit like a St. Bernard in the face shape
1: mm-hmm.
0: in a way, um, but they're really tall and really massive of when they're adults yeah so you see them they can be a bit in- quite in- intimidating at first <laughs> <Apparently>, I'm <laughs> I'm sure just
1: because they're so large
0: yeah there's quite a lot of border collies obviously like countryside mm-hmm. dogs and um german shepherds or something that's similar that's maybe across german shepherds crossed with something mm-hmm. else there's a lot of them um there's some really cute ones around where i go for a walk with alfie um they're just kind of being left out um oh. to sort of fend for themselves okay. i think there's a guy that owns them um i don't know if they're brother and sister or but they're always together oh. and the fem the female is pregnant now okay and um yeah i don't know like if the i i saw some people yesterday who and we were talking and said oh we 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 leave food we come and bring food for these dogs because mm-hmm. they don't seem to be looked after and i said oh i do the same thing no. <laughs> So I don't know if like they just sort of, the the owner comes and goes and maybe once every couple of days will, you know, let the female, because the female's tied up. Okay, okay. Um, and I don't know if that's because she, she got pregnant.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she, she went out and yeah, got herself pregnant, blessed her. Yeah.
0: So they're always there in the same place and they're so happy to see me no. and I bring them treats and I cuddle them and she's getting bigger and bigger and I'm thinking what's going to happen like um, yeah. these puppies when she has her puppies and she's on her own it's kind of sad but oh. you never know I he could the, the owner could be looking after them when we when you're not there but yeah it often seems like there's no food or water but bless you know it's like countryside thing. so sort of if you feel it's a bit hard to say to someone oh you're not looking after your Dog problem. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It can be yeah. very awkward or it's quite a difficult thing. Um but then yeah, you kind of feel bad, especially if she is pregnant as well. You know, she probably will end up having those pups right and soon and she's just gonna have them yeah. outside while she's tied up. It's you know.
0: Yeah, it's Sad. Yeah. Well I'll keep I at least I see them at least once a day, so I'll keep on checking up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll know what happens. No. Nope. Uh, um uh. Was a, yeah and, and the other thing as well is there's a in spain there's a lot of stray cats yes. cats with no home oh. and people will leave out food but there's i think there's there's some awareness now that you know the population is expanding Yeah, and some they're kind of if people don't if they don't get sterilized and people leave food out on the street um population will keep on
1: going. Growing. Yeah. Because I know um some of the vets and stuff whenever they had qualified um and they were still well they weren't long out of uni, um a lot of Mm. them did like um kind of like a neutering scheme and it was going to all different countries um, Mm -hmm. and trying to, you know, trap them, neuter them, release them. Um because cats they do, they they breed so quickly. Um Mm -hmm. and it is really difficult, you know, there's even we have a charity here um, and that's what, really what she does every day. You know, she just traps cats and um, especially sort of feral colonies and things like that and just tries their very best just to catch them, you know, and neuter them and let them back out because it is very difficult. Um, There's so many kittens and it's a shame really because um, there's just too many.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and they always yeah that our our third kitten that we have up on the the land that the reason we've got it is because I was walking with Alfie and there was just in the middle of the path oh no there was just tiny kitten there oh and I know I'm like oh. <laughs> I'm gonna, what a shame and I picked it up and but there was no other cats at all mm-hmm. it was really weird like because I walk there a lot and I've never seen a cat there mm-hmm. and it was it's like a calico okay. And so I'd never seen a calico cat. Um, so I picked it up and it was absolutely crawling with fleas. No, and just crying and quite dirty. Like I don't know if it was like mud on it or something. Mm-hmm. And um, so I I took her to the um to the land and she's now she seems to have settled in with her brothers. <sighs> we put on all the the kind of anti parasite thingies. Yeah. and Tried to wash her and stuff, but yeah it's a shame like I, I think so obviously that happens if they have if they ha- reproduce some of them will survive and the other ones will just get you know yeah. probably we get eaten by something mm-hmm. or they will just starve to death
1: or yeah yeah if there's nobody really I suppose there to feed them and then they are as you say um in the countryside or somewhere kind of alone then then yeah unfortunately that's that's what happens
0: yeah so it just seems like a shame a sort of waste of life so I know
1: I know and then especially when you come across a wee cute fluffy kittens very hard to <laughs> you know you couldn't just leave that thing there of course you want to yeah. yeah pick it up and take it home they're they're very cute and they are tiny and um, that's how I ended up with our two normal cats as I say it was two mm. tiny little kittens that come in to work and yeah all oh, um, right I took them home <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what kind of what color are they
1: so Fergie is all white, and Eddie mm-hmm. he is all grey. Oh, Cute. So yeah, they're lovely. They were they were really really beautiful kittens. Really just two wee fluff balls. Mm. So they just get yeah. <laughs> How old are they now? So Fergie is seven, coming seven, and Eddie will be nine. So yeah, okay. they're a bit bit older now. Mm. But cats live a lot of the time we we do see cats that are you know 20 21 so wow um, they do live a lot yeah. longer than dogs
0: <laughs> yeah and it's a it's a commitment you get a tiny little kitten. oh so cute and then you're like wow <laughs> 15 20 years yeah we, we better we better get on <laughs> get used to each other absolutely
1: absolutely yeah. yeah if you're if you're lucky you'll get them for that long but but cats generally do you know they're they're very good they're they're not as sicky as dogs I suppose they're quite a hardy mm. animal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I think i think
0: there's um yeah w- when I first got the because I hadn't had a cat for a long time and <laughs> um, when we first got the the kitten um we because we've got one at home and then we've got the three on on the land and she's about She's not quite a year yet. I think she was almost a year old, maybe mm-hmm. ten or eleven months. Um, and at first it was just a constant. When I picked her up, she was just purring constantly, uh-huh. and she wouldn't stop purring. Um, and then I, I put we had a little, um, little bed for her, and I went to bed on the first night, and she was in the bed, and then it was just constant crying. <laughs> And she came into bed with me. And then that was it. That like bit. from, for, for a few months, it was like, she was always, I got into bed and she would crawl underneath the covers. Um, and now she's a bit more like, sometimes she'll be on top of the bed. Sometimes she'll be in a different room. So she's a bit more independent now. No, But what I like about it is like, um, you kind of slowly develop this relationship with them and it's not as obvious as with a, a dog where they're like licking you yeah jumping up at you but you will notice that they they do appreciate you and you, you have a relationship absolutely
1: yeah and they just take um a little bit longer to crack than a dog I suppose so yeah kind of a little bit more sass about them absolutely <laughs> <laughs> yeah especially if they're female I think male cats come maybe around a little <laughs> bit quicker but um some, yeah, some wee female cats can be definitely quite sassy, absolutely. <laughs> <let me. laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, I've got to send you all the pictures of all my
1: yeah. pets. and the big turkey. I, I would like to see him. Show <laughs> me all of them. Yeah. I would like
0: that. He's called Winston. <laughs>
1: oh, I love Winston
0: that. the turkey. <laughs> and one of the, one of the cockerels is called Nigel. Oh. He was the one that's really, um, he's like the big boss. He's quite aggressive. Yeah. And then, And even though he's tiny. um, And then there's the non-aggressive cockerel (laughs) um, who's all black. He's really beautiful, big black one. And he's called Bronson. (laughs) I love that. I love all of (laughs) it. He tried to escape. (laughs) And all all the chickens have got names as well, the females. But because I find it hard to distinguish because there's two gray ones, two brown ones. There's a tiny little... um, The partner of the the fighting cock, the Mm -hmm. English one. She's quite small, so we know I can recognise her. She's called Camilla. Um, (laughs) But the other ones, I don't. We gave them names, but they're kind of like one of them could could, could could be. be. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Audrey, Beatrice, I think. Oh, I love
1: that. (laughs) It's brilliant. Oh, but no, that's that's nice. I like when you give them all we names because they are there kind of part of your family even if they are yeah. chickens and things i love that
0: thanks for listening what do you think about today's topic
1: remember you can get in touch by leaving a comment
0: or by joining the speak meters community follow speak meters on instagram and subscribe to spoken like a native on your favorite podcast platform you can also leave a comment and like the stream please, please, please leave a review. It really helps us to find new listeners who are looking for fun language learning content. And lastly, don't forget to head over to speakmeters.com to take part in live conversations hosted by friendly native speakers. That's all for today. Catch you next time. Bye.